You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and every week I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love this precious time with you. And whether you're driving in the car or maybe you're walking and I'm just in your ear as you listen, or you're working out, maybe you're doing some visibly fit exercises. That'd be cool. But wherever you are, thank you for allowing me to spend this precious time in your ear. And it's just an intimate time together. So I'm well aware of that. And you could listen to any any kind of podcast, but you chose this one. So I just want to say thank you. I'm grateful. Listen, I just got back from California and I was speaking at the International Plant-Based Nutrition Healthcare Conference, and it was phenomenal. I, I was so honored to, to be a speaker at this event because some of the doctors that I've looked up to for many years, including T. Colin Campbell, who wrote the China study, and that's actually how I even began in this movement of whole food plant-based as a lifestyle approach, was by reading the China study. And so he was one of the presenters and some of my favorite doctors, Dr. Dr. Michael Greger. And I was on the panel with Dr. Michael Clapper and a couple others, Dr. Alan Desmond and Andy Belletti was there. And actually Dr. Scott Stoll, who is one of my favorite doctors and friends as well, but he was the moderator of that panel, but it was just so much fun. Dr. Dean Ornish, I could go on and on name dropping, but I'm doing that because it's a big deal. This is a huge conference where physicians and different healthcare providers come to attend to learn because they care about their patients. They want their patients healed. And, and one of the slides that one of the doctors that presented, his name's Dr. Reddy, he said that actually there was a survey with several cardiologists, I want to say around a thousand uh, surveys that went out and 90% of those cardiologists reported that they had no zero, no, or minimal training in nutrition in school. So your cardiologist is seeing that you have plaque, that you have issues maybe with your heart health, but they're not giving you solutions to, to help reverse the disease and to get you better without the medication that they may prescribe. So these doctors are really on a mission to incorporate lifestyle medicine along with the medicine that they learned and went to school for because they, they can go hand in hand, of course. And so there were about, I don't know, close to around 600, 550, 600 practitioners that came to this event. And there were about 300 or more online watching. And so every year, I think this was year number 11 that they've done this conference and every year it just gets better and better. And people are, what can I say? I, I would say that this event is so impactful because it's really creating a ripple effect 
in our world, not just in the communities uh, that they are practicing in, but in our world, because honestly, they are helping to teach people how to take care of themselves so that they can reverse disease, get off medication and, and have a healthier quality of life. And that's what we all want. So I'm just so excited. And I was, again, honored to be a speaker at this event. And I look forward to hopefully being there again. And one of the things that, oh, and you know what else? This was so fun. Dr. John uh, McDougall was there and he received the 2023 Luminary Award, which was so deserved. I think he's been practicing for 48 years, 50 years, something like that. And he's just one of the pioneers in this space as well. So that was really cool to see. It was very touching to hear his presentation and to hear his heart behind why he does what he does and why he has, you know, promoted a whole food plant-based lifestyle all these years, even when people try to discredit or give him a hard time for his, his stance. And I, I get that as well. We all get that in this space only because people aren't fully uh, educated yet, but they're getting there with people like McDougal and people like T. Colin Campbell and all the different documentaries that are out regarding whole food plant-based lifestyle and just lifestyle medicine in general, because it's not just the food. It's so much more. It's the movement, the exercise. It's our, how do we handle stress, stress mitigation? How do we get better, proper rest, getting outside, getting vitamin D, all the things. So breathing well, all those things that are important for a healthy, healthy, wonderful life. So they are bringing that into their practice. And I just loved meeting these physicians that really care about their patients and they, their eyes were opened. They're like, oh my goodness, there's so much more that, that they can do in their practice that can serve the patient better. So I just wanted to encourage you, if you do have a physician that you go to, to ask them questions, just say, hey, are you familiar with whole food plant-based eating? Are you incorporating lifestyle medicine with your current treatment? Start asking questions. And if they're not, let them know that this international plant-based healthcare conference exists because they may not know. And then they can have their eyes opened as well so that we can create a bigger ripple effect with our with the way that we serve our patients. So sometimes we have to educate our doctors as well, and that's okay. So let them know. But I did want to share a couple things that actually going back to Dr. Reddy, he had these stats in his presentation. And I just want to touch on it quickly. One of them was that the CD, this was cited by the, the CDC, six in 10 adults in the US have chronic disease. And it says that four in 10 have two or more chronic diseases. And I've actually mentioned that before on this podcast, but this is why it's so important to bring in lifestyle, holistic medicine into, into the a physician's practice so that we can really do all that we can to mitigate this chronic disease epidemic, if you will. And a lot of it just starts with the education, educating our patients. So six in 10 adults have chronic disease, four in 10 have two or more. So am I talking to you? Do you have a chronic disease? Do you have two or more chronic diseases? Because if so, I have something that can help you reverse those diseases 
I do believe I've seen it time and time again through the Visibly Fit program, but we can talk about that in a little bit. But I also want to share that um, the big part is the nutrition, right? The diet and nutrition. Another one of his uh, slides said that only 1% of the population actually meets the ideal status with their diet and nutrition, 1%. And only 22% of the population meet the criteria and the status for physical activity. Yeah, most people are living just a sedentary lifestyle, but 22% is so much better than even that 1% um, because most people are consuming that standard American diet, right? The, The sad processed food lifestyle. And that is not going to get you healthy and healed at all. We need to be eating four to five servings or more of fruits and vegetables every day. And so there's different ways to get that in through what you're putting on your plate, but also through juicing. If you, I actually like to put in the the whole fruit and the whole vegetable, like with my green drink. If you do not have the recipe to my green drink, go to liveimmune.com. And you can download it there. But that's just another way to add vegetables to your day. Different soups and stews. And there's so many ways. And of course, the salads. But to bring in those fresh fruits and vegetables every day so that you get the phytochemicals and phytonutrients that your body is begging for. Begging for. We want to bring in this way of eating. And obviously you're probably saying, okay, you're talking about fruits and vegetables. That's awesome. But what about protein and what about grains? And yes, all that's part of it, but whole food plant-based proteins, right? So legumes and different beans and nuts and seeds and that kind of thing. But one of the things that I wanted to bring up that I thought, this is something that we should really talk about. And that is loneliness. Now, part of this lifestyle medicine is about the nutrition, the movement, not drinking or smoking, that kind of thing. That's important. Making sure you're getting outside, getting proper vitamin D, again, the stress mitigation or stress relief, proper sleep, but healthy relationships, right? And how is your social, yeah, how's your social activity looking? Because loneliness and isolation is actually a real problem. It was in an article from the Department of Health Sciences in the UK that said that social isolation and poor relationships contribute to 29% of an increase of cardiac heart disease and 32% increased risk of stroke. This is loneliness and isolation. Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever considered it? It is something that I hear more and more of that people are lonely and they're in an isolated place and it doesn't have to be that way, but it's, here's something else that I'll tell you. This is a stat that might help you if you are in a place of loneliness or isolation, help you take steps to change that situation. Okay. We all have different journeys that we're on and it could be that you have lost a spouse and you're alone, or it could be that you're in a maybe just a depressed state. It could be all kinds of things, right? But I've got some steps and some ideas of ways to get out of this loneliness. But here's what I wanted to tell you is we've all heard that sitting is the new smoking. We've heard that for a while now. But what if I told you, and this was actually based on a study published in the journal Public Library of Science Medicine, that 
loneliness, that the health impact of loneliness is comparable to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Yeah. The effects and the impact of loneliness is comparable to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Obviously, you're not going to have the lung issues from cigarettes, but the impact at the cellular level and what it does to our bodies is huge and to our minds. And so I just want to read a couple things here from God's word about loneliness and also about community, because this is important that we start to find creative ways to have a social life and to have community and realize that relationships are vital. Good, healthy relationships are vital. So here are a couple of things I wanted to share. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God and I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So fear not, God is with you. If you're feeling lonely or isolated, fear not, the Lord is with you. All right, so that is the number one thing to know. God sees you, he's got you, but it's important to have some physical beings, people around you as well, right? All we need is the Lord. Yes, that's true. But he also said it's not good for man to be alone. So God understands. He understands that it's important for us as human beings to have social connection. Okay. Now here's another thing that that it says, yeah, going back to it's not good for man to be alone. That's in Genesis 2, 18. And he says, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So that's the Adam and Eve story, right? So God knew that Adam was lonely and wanted a helpmate for Adam and also to procreate and to make this world what it is today. But it's important to know that he, God also knows about community and there's power in community. In Hebrews 10, 24, 25, it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love, uh, excuse me, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. It also says in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though, and though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. We've heard that a lot at maybe marriage uh, and at a wedding ceremony or something, but two are better than one, right? And it's just important that we understand that we are to be around other brothers and sisters, other people that can lift us up when we're feeling lonely or down. And it's not their responsibility not to be codependent on others to do that because the Lord is your strength, but to have others that can speak life into your life when you have a moment, because we're all human. We have moments, right? But not to stay in that moment. It's not good 
for you to be alone. Again, the stats say that feeling of loneliness or really being alone and isolated impacts your health and it's comparable to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. When I saw that, I was like, mind blown. I thought, wow, that is huge. And I feel especially in this day and age where people are a little more skeptical of others, they're more protective because of maybe some hurts that they've had in their life. So they decide, they choose to be isolated and alone as a defense mechanism, right? So that they won't get hurt ever again. But I, would, I want you to know that's a lie. That's a false defense mechanism. Are people perfect? No, nobody's perfect. And do we need to have discernment and knowing who we are putting ourselves around and the community that we're putting ourselves in? Absolutely. Okay. But it's important that we get out there and not just stay in our home and in our own thoughts and stay stuck in that place. Okay. So here are a few things that you can do to not be lonely. Okay. One, get a dog, get a pet, a pet, a cat. I don't know, a little fish, hamster, I don't know, (laughs) whatever little pet could bring you some joy. And maybe it's a parrot. A parrot can talk back, right? You can teach it how to talk. But no, I know that sounds a little silly, but it's not. Like having an animal helps to bring you out of that lonely kind of state and you have someone else to care for other than just yourself. So it takes the focus off of you and your loneliness. And so that leads me to my next suggestion get out and volunteer. Stop thinking about yourself. Sometimes that loneliness and that isolation and that depression can be a self-absorbed place to be. So don't take offense to that. Just unpack that a little bit in your own life and and, and see if that's where that is. It's a touchy topic, but I want you to unpack it and be able to be in a place of gaining some momentum so you can break free if you are in a state of loneliness or isolation. And sometimes, have you ever heard of crowded loneliness? You could be in a room full of people and still feel feel lonely. And so sometimes that loneliness is something that has to happen in our head and our heart, right? We have to choose not to be lonely. We need to make sure that we're eating well and that we're chemically, biochemically in a healthy place, that we're exercising, moving our body to release those happy hormones, that that dopamine, right? That we are doing all that we can to mitigate that loneliness and that isolation, because sometimes we put ourselves there. But focusing on gratitude is going to be a huge help instead of in that negative kind of place. So let's counter that negativity or, or loneliness or woe is me kind of place uh, that we can all so easily slip into if we allow ourselves, right? Again, depending on the season that we're in and the circumstances that we have gone, been through, nobody knows. I don't know what you're going through. You do. And definitely the Lord knows what you're going through. And again, he is with you. He's by your side. No matter how it may feel in this moment, I promise you, he is your strength. He is your comfort. He is your all in all. So remembering that the Lord is with you, but how do we go about getting out of that funk, right? And making sure that we're not in a state of loneliness and, and we, we have to be intentional. 
we have to be intentional about moving our body, get out and go for a walk. You never know who you're going to meet out on a walk. I meet so many neighbors and people around the area just because I'm out for a walk and I see them with their dog and I'll stop and talk. And so don't be afraid to, to stop and say hello. You never know what kind of conversation it could spark. And it could just be the friend you're looking for. I remember a time when I was out, this was years ago, but I was out playing baseball or just throwing the ball around with my son. And this was years ago. He's 23 now as I'm recording this. But I remember seeing a woman in my neighborhood and I immediately stopped throwing the ball and I'm like, hey, buddy, I'll be right back. And I ran over just to introduce myself. And that became a really wonderful, sweet friendship. And so listen to those moments, that that little nudge to say hello, even when it feels like it's in an awkward moment or you're interrupting an activity, because it could be that divine intervention, if you will, and it could strike up some conversation and get you out of a, a loneliness kind of place. But also get out of your surroundings. If you are constantly looking at those same four walls day in and day out, and it can be a real drag. So get outside, take your, I don't know, take your morning and go over to a coffee shop and uh, don't have coffee, have some tea, <laughs> but go there and you never know who you're going to meet. Strike up a conversation. I always kid that my, my husband goes to his office, quote unquote office, and it's at a Starbucks and he meets some interesting people there and strikes up conversation. And it, it's wonderful. So it, it breaks up the monotony and it's, it's just good. So that might be something for you to do. Um, you might want to join a social club. What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Figure that out. Or maybe you don't know what they are and you can discover a new hobby. And that would be a lot of fun. And you might want to go to I don't know, join a book club or something like that, but getting involved with something that is social and maybe it's an activity kind of social club, an adventure club. My husband and I just finished with a fun adventure after this conference. And one of the guys that, that, that took us on this adventure, he's known as the fear hunter. He likes to take people to do things that they might be afraid to do. And we did some pretty fun stuff with in our kayak and, and on his paddleboard and went into some caves and swam with the sea lions. And anyway, it was just a lot of fun. We weren't afraid, but it was a lot of fun and something we probably wouldn't have done otherwise. Maybe we would have, but maybe we would have taken a different route. <laughs> we we ended up going down a, a steep embankment, like a kind of like a, I don't know, like a cliff, if you will, to carry down our kayak. And it was pretty sketchy, but it was fun. Anyway, getting outside of yourself and doing something that's a little adventurous gets you into a new way of thinking and brings out the, the fun again, because you might just be in a stuck status quo place where you just need a little excitement. You need to do something that's going to just mix things up. And so find out what that might be get to your church. Stop watching it online. <laughs> hey, but if you're watching it online, it's better than not doing church at all. But get to church. You never know who you're going to meet at church. Get involved in a Bible study, right? That is powerful. Prayer, meditation, we know that's powerful. That can keep us from being lonely. 
Make sure you journal your feelings and your thoughts that can help you process maybe that lonely or isolated feeling. Reach out to old friends. My mom actually reached out to someone that she went to school with 50 years ago. She had not talked to this woman for 50 years and she reached out and they they started talking like they've known each other forever. And they not only talked on the phone, but they met up and it was just a really good experience. So don't be afraid to call new friends. You never know where that might go because they might be lonely or isolated just like you, right? So be intentional. And if you are in a place that's pretty, I don't know, I don't want to say gloomy and doomy, but yeah, gloomy and doomy, you might need some professional help and that's okay too. All right. So reach out to a psychiatrist or a therapist, someone that can help with some, just some professional help, some cognitive behavioral therapy, something that can get you into a new state of being. But I just wanted to encourage you again to, to look at this as part of your wellness plan that you don't have to stay stuck in that place. If you're even in that place, like you may not be, but you might know someone who is. So if you do, are you reaching out to that person? Because they may just be in a place where they're not willing or maybe they don't know to reach out. They're just stuck. So if you're not in a place of loneliness or isolation and you recognize someone that is, be the one that steps in and bridges that gap to get them to come out of their um, doom and gloom, right? Some people like to be alone. There's nothing wrong with being alone. But if it's that sense, that deep, deep rooted loneliness, isolation, rejection kind of place, that is not healthy at the cellular level. Okay. So be the one to grab that person's hand and say, come on, let's go see a movie. Come on, let's go out to lunch, whatever it is. Come on, let's go for a walk. Be that person that could pull that person that's in isolation out of isolation and let them see that there's more, there's greater and give them the new spark to ignite their life in a new way. All right. That's the little session today here on the Visibly Fit Podcast. I hope you're encouraged. I hope that you will be the one to help someone else, or if you are the one that you'll be intentional about getting out of your loneliness and isolation, because this world needs you. This world needs you, your gifts, your talents, because you make a difference. And God sees you, he cares about you, and we all have a place in this world. So I pray that if this is you and you're you're hearing this right now, that you have the courage to step up and maybe just go for that walk and smile and talk to a neighbor and realize that you're not alone. You're really not. And you don't have to feel those lonely feelings or isolated feelings that this too shall pass and that God is with you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Visibly Fit. Please share this podcast with others. Give it a rating and a review, a five-star rating, if you will, and a review. When you type in a review, it bumps this podcast to the top. However, it works with those algorithms. I'm not quite sure, but I know that when you type and and put in a a raving review that other people are able to find this podcast. So I want to thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. And I look forward to catching you on the next podcast. 
coming up real soon next week. All right. Blessings. And again, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love spending it with you. God bless. And we'll catch you next time. Take care. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.